So let's talk a little bit about this guy. It's hard to have a serious conversation when you're holding a little stuffed animal like this, but we'll give it our best shot. Um, it's only happened twice in history that the Super Bowl and Groundhog Day have come on the same day. Not really a big deal, right? The Super Bowl's only been in February for about 20 years. But this is the second time the two have come on the same day. So you might ask yourself the question, probably not, but maybe, which is more important? Which is more important to you, Groundhog Day or the Super Bowl? Well, if you have a team that you really like, probably the Super Bowl. If you're really interested in weather and you want to know how quickly spring will come, you might answer the Groundhog. But either way, we don't put a lot of stock, as I told the young people, in this little furry creature. We don't think that he has much of a purpose in life. However, at about 10 o'clock tonight, the MVP of the Super Bowl, probably a quarterback, quite likely Patrick Mahomes, but maybe not. Could be Jimmy Garoppolo, depends on who you're rooting for. But anybody, anyway, somebody is going to be the MVP, and that person is going to be on top of the world for a moment. And you know what they're going to say when they trot off the field? Where are you going? Disney World. Yeah, absolutely. So that person is going to sort of be exalted for the next 24 hours, maybe the next week, maybe even the next year. The poor groundhog is going to crawl back into his hole and he won't be heard from again for another year. But what do we make of this? What do we make of, of purpose in life? What is God calling us to do? What is his plan for you? Now, a lot of you discerned your gifts a long time ago and you've made such great use of your gifts. I'm still kind of learning. I didn't start coaching volleyball until I was 40. I started taking piano at age 50. Yeah, I know it was a disaster, but I tried. And then I really didn't get into ministry until about age 60. Now, to some people, that's old. To the rest of us, that's very young, right? That's a young age group. But anyway, it's never too late to discern your call, to think about what God is calling you to do. Even if you've already done great things, as many of you have. Many of you have made enormous accomplishments in your lives, but there's still more to be done. I was really heartened last week, uh, Cindy called together a meeting for the food pantry, and the little classroom up in the corner there was full. It was full. People saying, I can still do this. I can still serve the Lord. And that really is the key in terms of looking toward what you might do. Consider your role as a servant. The groundhog could be looked upon as a servant, unwittingly so, but still, he, I guess, helps us determine what might happen next. But the rest of you have far more talents than that, far more to offer, far more to give. So I want you to think a little bit this morning about what's left. Where do you go from here? What is God yet calling you to do? Each of us has a role. We've filled that role throughout the years, but there's still more to be discerned. My heart has been warmed by all the people in this church and all that I've seen in the seven months that I've been here. People at every corner, at every turn, reaching out, looking for things, looking for ways in which to serve others. And this history has a long, uh, this church, I should say, has a long history of that type of service. But Sometimes the world looks upon servants with, I don't know, a little suspect, I guess. Why would you waste your time serving others? What are you getting out of it? 
What is the value of being a servant? You who have been humble, contrite, obedient. Some people in the world might say, well, that's, that's kind of foolish. It's all about you. What are you doing to better yourself? What are you doing to serve yourself? The world might describe you as foolish for your, your humility and for your service. But know this from the scripture that April read for us this morning. God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom. God's weakness is stronger than human strength. What the world sees as unimportant, God sees as invaluable. Namely, the person who humbles himself or herself in service to the Lord. So I invite all of you today once again to pause and consider your call. Even with your long and distinguished resumes, what else is out there for you? What else might we do to be of service to the Lord? Clearly, as we look around, one thing that we can all do is to encourage others to join us in worship. You all came here this morning, <coughs> pardon me, for a reason. And um, the reasons might vary slightly, but probably all along a similar line. So many other people this morning have made a different decision, but might yearn for the same thing that you're yearning for. So what might we do to invite others in to join us here in worship, to take part in fellowship, to reach out and serve others? Well, I think it all begins with an invitation. This next week, maybe you could take a moment or two to invite someone next week. I know it's hard to do. We're all fearful of rejection. People telling you they wouldn't feel comfortable there. But at one point, each of us made a decision to, to, to come here, to, to be part of this. And maybe, maybe it wasn't a real comfortable decision initially. But gradually, we hope you've become more comfortable in this loving, caring congregation that we hope to continue for many, many years to come. So as we consider our call this morning, we may not see ourselves as wise by human standards. We may not be powerful or noble by birth. But somehow, somewhere, some way, God chose each of us for a very clear and distinct purpose. So it wouldn't be a bad idea today to stop and reflect on that call. The foolish to shame the wise, the weak to shame the strong, the holy, obedient, and righteous, so that no one might boast in the presence of God. He is the source of our life in Christ Jesus, who became for us the wisdom of God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So we're all united today here for the same reason. We all came from different backgrounds. We all have had different experiences, but we've all come today to be together, to share in that one thing that unites us, and that one thing that we can pass along to Grace and to Bo and to Lucas and to the others so that this church can flourish and thrive in the years to come. Today is an unusual day. An unusual day because Groundhog Day, 
in the morning and Super Bowl Sunday in the evening come on that same date, that rare occasion. But it is also a special day in that every time we gather in the presence of the Lord, we have an opportunity to reflect on his call for us. So today, tomorrow, and beyond, I invite you to think about God's call for you and to share the good news with one another. Let us pray. Almighty God, even the lowly groundhog has a purpose and a place. How much more then do we as your servants have a place and a right to boast in the name of the Lord? May we as faithful disciples listen for and answer your call that we might serve you and serve others to the honor and glory of your name. Amen.